welcome, welcome to the week one wrap up of the Talk Me Out of It podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am joined. Uh, I I forgot my name. I'm, I'm going to just be nameless <laughs> in this one. I am one of your hosts. My name uh, is Mike Gian. I am joined by my co-host Alan. The Eagles pull off an upset. Foreman Allen, how's it going, bro? Was it even an upset? You know, hey, well, from a sports book standpoint, it was an upset. Here you go on this nonsense. See, you're just like the rest of the world, Mike. Everybody doubted us. Everybody talking about, oh, this is the Falcons game to win. The Eagles just ain't complete. Blah 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 blah. I'm sorry. Did you guys see the Falcons score a touchdown? No, sir. Did you see the Eagles put up 32 points? Yes, sir. 32 to 6 in dominant fashion, bro. I was so proud of my team. We looked good. Everything felt good. We got a bigger test next week against San Francisco. We'll get into that later in the week with a different pod. But listen, I'm excited. We look good. That was a great game. Great team effort. And overall, man, I don't know about you, but there was a couple games over this week one that had me had me sweating, stressing, and I wasn't even fans of those teams. So I'm excited to dive into those and and, and break down what happened in week one. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so not only that, but big win for you. Everyone saw in the video, um, Alan was able to, uh, to to flip a nice little profit um, on, on a free bet. And, um, yeah, the I, th- I think it was – I'm glad. I had, I, had to, I had to go out of town yesterday. Um, so I, I wasn't able to um, we, didn't, we couldn't record and we had some other uh, schedule conflicts and I'm glad I didn't because I needed a day um, to just recover and the fact and so my first the first thing that I'm going to overreact to with all this is that I'm out on the Raiders from a gambling standpoint I'm out that was some of the most intense just nerve wracking um, just play calling decision making that I've ever seen in my life Alan did you actually you watched like the last quarter in overtime right yeah I got I got there um yeah I would say late fourth quarter ish <clears throat> and uh it was from what I even saw man that game was crazy so I can only imagine sweating it out the entire time I mean the entire time it was fine like I don't I, I didn't have um I didn't have the um you know anything writing against it like I figured okay well if if the Ravens blow this out, like, well, whatever. Like, that's just that's just part of it. But it's like it was like Raiders. The Raiders didn't seem like they had it together, and then all of a sudden they're putting drives together, and all of a sudden, you know, Derek Carr is leading people up and down the field, and then it looks good, and then it looks bad, and then you know the 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 fourth, then then the overtime. They're on the one yard line, and keep in mind, I have both. Um, I have I have bets on the line, and I also have daily fantasy on the line. And um, Derek Carr running down the field and not passing it to Darren Waller um, or or Suggs or or Renfro hurt me in fantasy because one uh, one lineup. So as as it was getting better for my bets winning, it was actually hurting uh, what I was winning in, in daily fantasy. So just emotions everywhere. You know they're on the one yard. Li- they're on like the half yard line. The the pass that he threw. Um, the um the receiver ends up a yard short uh quarterback sneak doesn't work second uh second play he calls a hard kick and actually what was funny about it is that uh by the way for any football fans that are out there get ESPN plus and watch the the Mannings the uh, Peyton and Eli Monday night football show because it was great very entertaining I'm hopeful hopefully Alan will be able to watch next week's um because you need something to get through um the um you know what's going to probably be a fairly abysmal game uh 
um, in, with uh, Green Bay and, and Detroit. But uh, Peyton said it about four seconds before they actually got the playoff that he said, whatever you do, Der- uh, Derek Carr, don't do a hard cadence. Just don't do a hard cadence. Just run something simple, um, a simple count, and that way you don't – and what happens? He does a hard cadence. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, uh, he um, he causes a false start. Now we're back at the six. Next play, ball goes through the hands, interception, and and I about chew through my hat. And you know how much I need my hats out. <laughs> yes, sir. The world knows exactly. Oh, big ball headed ass motherfucker. God damn. Ah man, remember when my <laughs> sister found out you were bald for the first time? Yeah. <laughs> you were on the floor and you you were on the floor for a good two and a half minutes, just barely being able to breathe. Um, but and then um um, what the hell is their their quarterback? See, this is why this is why I have a hard time doing it after I've had to run around a day. Um, Lamar Jackson, Lamar. I don't know, like, you know, then you know he does he's doing Lamar things, but doesn't protect the ball. Gets um gets stripped a couple times, and then all of a sudden they throw a pass, score a touchdown. My bets win. I end up uh taking a small loss in daily fantasy, but it's just, I can't take that, Alan. I, you know, I have, I have other things in life that I want to, I don't want to feel like I'm recovering from it, from the equivalent of a hangover just because, you know, they couldn't even get the fucking kicker on the field in time um, to kick a field goal to win the game. And then went from a field goal to just running a play. Like I can't, I I feel for Las Vegas Raiders fans and I, cause I have a feeling that this is going to be the, the tone for the whole season. Can you talk me out of that? Uh, wait. That the Raiders are just going to be a fucking mess. They're going to be like the cow. They're going to be like the AFC version of the Cowboys, where it's just going to be a lot of scoring, but also probably a lot of a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I got so confused by what the uh, uh, what word you said at the end. I don't know. My brain. Okay. Listen, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm I'm scattered brain this morning. Um. Nah, man. uh, I. Yeah, they, I can see that. Um, they they can win. They've kind of proven against a high-quality team that they can win a sloppy game on their end, uh, overcome their mistakes. Um, I, I do believe they have the firepower to score. But like you said, yeah, it, it, it'll be – I think they'll just be stressing out a lot of Raider fans um, throughout the season with games that they should have blown out the water when they had an opportunity, uh, but they let teams hang around or if they're playing a really bad team and they don't show up for a first half or three quarters and they all of a sudden put it together to make a dramatic finish. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think any team in the NFL is better than the Cowboys with the exception of a few. Um, There's just some teams I can't put above them as much as I even want to because that's how bad they are. Um, Like right now, the New York football giants, ass, (laughs) <laughs> the 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 Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Texans. They're now in the ass category, but I still picked them to win the division because I said that like three weeks ago. Now, uh, you know Atlanta, boo boo. You know Tennessee. They're not bad, but they got waxed. That was a bad game. They yeah, got waxed. Was, and what was funny is about that too is that that was a similar thing where you know they had. They had like five penalties and two times outs in the first five minutes of the fucking game. And it's just the discipline, man. Like that's why 
And I think Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey made an appearance on that Peyton and Manning show. Like it's literally, dude, they're literally sitting on their couches or they're sitting in a studio, but it looks like they're on their couches watching the game, giving commentary. And they literally had like six guest appearances. Uh, who showed up? It was uh, I saw Russell, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey was the best one, though. He actually said shit at one point, which was probably the first time that anyone's ever cussed on a Disney-owned program. Beautiful. Um, but, yeah, he was – I guess he was – I th- think some of his clips are, might even be going viral because he was just a fun guy. But what are you going to do? Like, he's he's Travis Kelsey. Like, he can say whatever he wants. You say and do. My favorite part of that – I saw some clips from the show, the Eli and Peyton, Peyton and Eli show. Um, honestly, one of my favorite little segments was uh, – when Russell was on there and they were talking about Sierra's Met Gala dress, you know how she was decked out in that Seahawks dress. Oh, yeah, where, <laughs> I know what you're talking and about. Peyton says she's wearing that ring that I wanted. And then Russell <laughs> snaps back and says, Tom has the ring you really wanted. And like, I was <laughs> I was like, dang, that's good. That's good commentary oh, right there. That's great. Having just five Super Bowl rings just in that. Um, and all Eli's doing is just grinning from ear to ear because he's got two over uh, Patriots rings. Yeah, he got two Patriots <laughs> rings. Oh. oh, man. That's great. Yeah, but definitely um, if anyone hasn't done it, watch it. It's way better than any commentary. Um, they also had like a gambling show, which is also weird considering a, that a Disney network is actually promoting. They literally had like Mina Kimes and a bunch of, uh, you know, former football players and they're going back and forth from the studio to Vegas saying, okay, now that we're this far into the, okay, how does this affect the lines now? Talking about, um, some interesting betting things like middling and, um, you know, finding player props. It's just, I'm in heaven right now. Um, but I have to imagine, Alan, the game that caused you the most stress. We already know what game caused me the most stress, but the game that caused you the most stress was definitely the Browns Chiefs. Yes, man. I was so close to 700 and something dollars, $640, I believe. I I could taste it, bro. Like it was, it was, I was salivating. I was salivating. I was like, yes, give it to me. Give it to me. And then the Browns just went ahead and did what they do. The doo-doo Browns took it. They took themselves to the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, I have to ask you something, Alan. Now, this is what's um, – this is something that's been on my mind for the last couple of days. So, obviously, we saw uh, the the Browns, you know, camp, they come out. They come out firing. Uh, both teams really come out firing, but you expect it from the Chiefs. Um, but Browns coming out firing, moving down the field, going going through the motions. And then, next thing you know, we get – you know, once it gets into crunch time, and in into that balls – in a vice grip time, you know, like uh, like Damon and, and Friday after next, just just balls in a in a vice grip, and all of a sudden the Chiefs actually are playing defense. They're getting a three and out. They're getting turnovers, and you know, all of a sudden the Chiefs score two touchdowns in less than two minutes. And that last drive, you know, Baker's trying to. People are saying that he was trying to get the ball out of bounds. I agree, and he just got his foot tripped and couldn't get enough on it. Um, so I'm going to ask a question, Alan. Do the Chiefs do that on purpose? Is this like a football version of a rope dope I'm going to say it is. Talk me out of it. It honestly feels like it sometimes. Like when you watch the Chiefs, I they there's no reason why they shouldn't beat anybody. Like yeah, their defense has holes, but like their offense can outscore anyone any given Sunday. So like it, when you watch, you're just sitting there shaking your head like all right, when you gonna when you gonna finally score? 
like are, are you are you done like are, are you ready like is this a big enough lead for the opponent now like i just feel like sometimes they just let the score run up to see how much they can come back by <laughs> genuinely that's how it feels sometimes but they're not you know maybe like no dis no dis you know can't disrespect the browns and discredit their game plan maybe their game plan was executed very well and andy reed figured it out and that's what opened up the offense. We don't really know what's going on down there on the field and the on-field adjustments and what the, you know, how people scheme for shit, but like it just watching it as a fan, you just genuinely feel like the Chiefs are like, "All right, you're up by 25. We can make that comeback in the fourth quarter. Let's get it done." And then they do it. And I'm just like, you know, quit quit stressing me out and just do that in the first half so we can relax for the rest of the game. <laughs> like it literally took it literally took them to have like practice squad um level offensive linemen that they had two weeks to prepare for the biggest game of the year to to shut them down. And even then, like Patrick Mahomes was still making magic happen and they were just drop passes and so I honestly feel like it's a part of their strategy because they it's almost like they say just save your energy, just save your energy. Like, you know, don't don't make it look obvious, but yeah, know, it's okay I, if they get these ten yard, twelve yard pickups. But when it comes time to to get there, have the energy to be explosive and to make these plays when they really matter. In in the boxing world, they're they're basically a, a Floyd Mayweather. You know, Floyd isn't gonna attack you if he doesn't have to, but Man's is gonna counter and Man's is gonna run you tired. And I feel like the Chiefs just run you tired, like. They let you exert all their energy. They bob and weave. They hit you with a couple jabs here and there. And then once they see that you're tired, they come in with that full force and they start knocking people out. And that's that's really, you know, that's that's the best comparison I could throw out there. The Chiefs are literally Floyd Mayweather. They counter. Yeah. When you're tired, take advantage. And they knock your ass out. And unfortunately for me, and I'll probably be a whole bunch of other sports betters out there in the world, they knock the Browns out. And we got hurt. We got burned. But it's okay, you know. The joys of sports betting. We live to bet another week, and here we are. My lemon booty. My lemon booty. Exactly. And my lemon booty moment is that game when they were up four and they went for a two point conversion because I had the Browns plus five and a half, and if they went up by six, it's like now nobody. Now nobody's happy. You're not happy. Um, you're not happy either. No matter if they how much they lose by, but I'm definitely not happy. And um, I guess really the only other surprise that I saw other than Houston, but I mean, you know, in reality, like we're, we're looking at a, a college coach um, who is working with a lot of rookies, a rookie quarterback. All of my, my message is the same thing I said, and I, and I hate to say it because I think two weeks after I said it last year, um, he got he had a season-ending injury. But Trevor Lawrence, if I know you're not going to listen to this, but hopefully there's someone to say, just don't get hurt. That's that's really the only thing that you, you're you're obviously very talented. Just don't get hurt until either you're you're up for a trade and somebody can 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 bring the bag to you, or you know the the Jacksonville Jaguars become good and you want to stick around. But yeah, just don't get hurt. But other than that, the only game that I was shocked by um, was um, uh, the Buffalo Bills because that game ended up costing me a little bit of change. Um, what do you what I didn't get to get to watch the game. I just kind of saw highlights and you know the block punt and all that. But what happened, Alan? What what happened to the Bills? They were this highly regarded team. The you know the the, the Steelers uh, weren't getting a lot of love in the preseason. 
Uh, what happened in that game? Oh, man. That game. I, it just The Steelers hung around. Uh, really, when you break it down, because I think, what, the Bills are up 10-6 to 6 for the longest time. Um, but the Bills couldn't mount anything after that. They couldn't. They couldn't piece anything together. The Steelers just executed their game plan. They had Josh Allen uncomfortable. Um, they didn't allow any big run plays. Uh, they did a fairly good job um, on Stephon Diggs. Uh, Cole Beasley can't catch anything at the moment. That was a big, big thing. Cole Beasley usually sure-handed. Man was out here. Couldn't even catch COVID if it wanted to. Um, that's how bad he was. But at at the end of the day, um, the Bills just let the Steelers hang around, and Steelers are a good team. Like we 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 can't can't sit here and say they're not. They haven't had a losing season in who knows how long. They're coached well. They, since Tomlin, yeah, since yeah, Tomlin has been there, they 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 just know what to do. And if you're gonna let them stick around and give them opportunity to win a game late, they're gonna find a way. And that, that's ultimately what happened. I think it's a good learning experience for the Bills. Um, it'll help them be better in situational football. And, uh, you know, it was a great win for the Steelers. It did cost me one of my bets because I, I firmly did believe that the Bills were fully capable of winning that game. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, great win by the Steelers. Bills will bounce back. I think they got the Dolphins this week, so... Um, although Dolphins played New England pretty tough and got a dub, uh, I think Buffalo is just, you know, a little bit better than the Patriots. Sorry, Megs. Um, and we'll see how that game goes on this Sunday. Absolutely. By the way, um, this is one of my random tangents. I was just thinking about that. First of all, shout out to Terry Crews. I mentioned the whole Damon thing for the longest time. He was just Damon. And the next thing you know, he's uh, Julius and everybody hates Chris being the cheapest father in, in history. Um, and now he's, you know, done things. Now he's speaking about himself in the third person in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I've asked this to other friends, but I don't think I've ever asked you, Alan. So this is the first time on, on a podcast that people in, in several countries listen to. Um, who would you be more afraid of, uh, Debo or Damon? Uh, just from how their characters are portrayed, Debo. Because... Dame was just, he's just kind of funny to me. <laughs> like, like what kind of grown man yeah. dances, like shakes his ass to, to Tupac? Exactly. But he's also but he's the also, one that literally just tried to tried to booty fook uh, uh, Money Mike. So that's kind of, like yeah. pick your poison. You, you pick, you're not winning. But like, yeah. <laughs> I think, I, think I, I could put up a better fight against Debo because he's just big and slower. But like, you know, Dame... Terry Crews, he 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 big, but he also agile. You remember he he did play some football, so like he yeah, do got defensive line, yeah, he do, defensive end. He do got some moves, you know. what I'm saying he limber, so he might be able to catch me. And I if he if he get me in a grip, I'm I'm my 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 booty hole gone. But I yeah, that's what it is. Like you can either end up you can either end up with a concussion or you could end up with bruised ribs and a sore asshole. So I guess that's kind of yeah. You'll pick your poison. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the concussion. We we done had we done had them before. We know what that's like. All right. Um, so you get you get everything. Get some pop culture on this podcast. Like why aren't so speaking of uh, of audience in pop culture, not not so much sore assholes, but um. 
but just pop culture and 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 the audience because obviously we we wanted to make this entertaining and uh what i realized so i thought saturday would be good it'd be the day before um day before nfl you know people would be able to listen to it get our picks um you know have some idea of what we're doing uh, but then I realized that Saturday is a, probably a bad time to to release a podcast because it's the weekend. Like people are doing shit, they're watching college football, and if you're like me, we'll get into this in a second. But you you can be on a hot streak um, for somebody that never bets college football, hardly watches college football. Um, I had a nice little uh, piece of change this weekend, um, but so yeah. So Saturdays aren't going to happen. Um, so we're either going to tr- ideally. Um, we, we will try, I'm thinking if we can do Tuesday, Thursday or Tuesday, Friday, um, just keep it during the week and get it published right away so that you, so that you, our audience, um, can actually do it while you're on your commute to work and we're not interrupting, um, your weekend. Cause we, we've gotten like one listener for, for our last podcast, um, which is understandable. Like, you know, people have, you know, other things to do than to listen to our podcast. Now, once we're, no, they enough, don't, though, no, they don't. On, if we, if we do it on Easter Sunday, you better fucking listen to it. Yeah. Listen, if we do it on any holiday. Okay. That means we're bringing you quality gems of content. We're well, speaking of holidays. What the next big holiday podcast we'll have to worry about is Thanksgiving, right? That's probably the next one. They play, they play games yeah. on Thanksgiving. Unless we're going to do like a Halloween, but nobody. I mean, it's, really it's a spooky podcast, bro. We could do one where we pick. Oh, we should do. Well, 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 I got some ideas for a spooky podcast. I got some ideas. Okay. We'll, we'll throw them out off, off screen. So these, these people that don't listen to us won't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, and and that was like a, a shameless plug. Um yeah, I um I, I had a good I had a I just had a good gambling weekend. Like that's why I can't that's why that's the only thing I can complain about is just getting my heart ripped out um and then put back in and then ripped that ripped back out. But um yeah, it was crazy. So um but while all that said, we're gonna try to appease um our listeners and um so right now, Alan, it's early in the week. It's obviously it's Wednesday morning, um, Thursday night football. This is the stretch where they're doing like the NFL Network. So the games are are probably going to be um, pretty boo boo. Um, this week it is an NFC East matchup: the Giants and the Washington Football Team. Uh, your thoughts, real quick, on on Washington uh, in the game in Week One? I uh, thought they they played the Chargers tough. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick went down; he's out for a while. We don't know when he's going to come back. Um, Taylor Heineke's in. You saw what he did in the playoffs against Tom Brady and them boys. Um, so I think he he'll be a, a solid backup. He'll be a good starter. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna do anything crazy. Um, and and cost him a game. I think Washington is the better football team overall. Um, I think their defense is gonna be a little upset, a little 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 angry. Um, because I don't know if you saw the the clips and the highlights of this game. But the Chargers' offensive line made the football team's defensive line look like babies, look like children. Um, Justin Herbert had all day some, at some place just to stand back, scan the pocket, and throw darts. Um, I think Chase Young and all of them will, will, will bounce back against the softer Giants' offense and assert their dominance. Um, the Giants... Had a little bit of my faith against the Broncos and quickly burned that to ashes. So I will no longer, uh, as Mike will say, I am out on the New York Giants, which I should have never even been in on because they were in my division. But, I, hey, I felt like they could genuinely beat the Broncos. 
and they proved me wrong, and I'm not surprised. So uh, Thursday night, I'm giving the edge to Washington, but from my own from my own sanity and love for myself, I am not placing any bets on that game. So if you do choose to do so, that is that is all on you, my friend. Okay, so here, so I'm looking at, I'm not going to bet the game, but I am looking at a a same game parlay here, and I'm going to throw it out to you in a second here. Um, so here we go. Let me take a look at what we got here. Um, that's probably a little too. Well, let's see. Can I get rid of that? Let me get rid of that. So here's what I'm thinking, Alan. I am thinking. We're going to take Washington, the Washington football team, minus three and a half, and Antonio Gibson to have more than 95 rushing yards as a same-game parlay for uh, the Thursday night game. Uh, talk me out of it. More than 95 passing yards? Or no, rush, 95 rushing, rushing yards. yards. Yeah, that's what I meant, rushing yards. It's plus 390 odds. Get just under four to one odds on that. So you're taking the this this – the spread and over 95 yards for Antonio Gibson. <clears throat> what, what, were, what were his stats last week? Let's see. Let's take a look. Some live action stuff here. I think he had, let me see. Um, let's see. Washington, LA Chargers. By the way, how about that for shout out to Colston and Marcus for finally having a tight game that you actually come out on top for? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, he, uh, had yards. 20, he had he had 90, 90 yards. 20 attempts for 90 yards. So he's getting the volume. Um, yeah, I like the bet. Because okay. the, the Chargers so, have a much better defensive line, um, overall better defense, and they gave him 20 opportunities. Um, if they're going to continue that volume, then, yeah, that's definitely a safe bet, and I would okay. I would easily take it. And I don't see this game being close, by the way. Um, I'll be surprised if um, – I wouldn't be shocked now. So here's what I've here's something else I learned. Um, as you know, uh, we're, we're not very transitional on this podcast. Um, a potential, uh, obviously, it's it's unlikely, but um, you know who Cam Newton to the Giants? No, no, I don't think so. Like I, I think his his options really are Houston, maybe Miami. Um, because Tua doesn't have a quality backup, and maybe right now Washington, uh, with Fitzpatrick getting hurt and Taylor Heineke being the starter, uh, you can bring a Cam in and have him learn the playbook. And if he has to step in, he has to step in. Um, but I think the Giants are all in on Daniel Jones this year, and then if he does not perform, that's when they'll start to search for a new QB. Because I thought that uh, you know. You know, the Eagles basically picked up Minshew. But one thing we learned, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, how impressed were you with Jalen Hurts in, in that game? Granted, it was against the Falcons. Uh, there was a lot of smoke and mirrors with um, with their potential as a playoff team or at least winning, you know, 9 or 10 games. Um, but after that, it's pretty clear. Um, would you, honestly, like, so like I said, on a scale of 1 to 10, um, how impressed are you with uh, Jalen Hurts in his first game as a starter in the opening season? Man's played a great game. Uh, he was perfect, and and he he commanded the offense. He did what he needed to do. He had no turnovers. Um, three touchdowns. He looked he looked comfortable. He he really did. He looked extremely comfortable. Um, 
the moment wasn't too big for him. He made the plays when he needed to make them. He had to, he used his legs. He used his arm, and he got everyone involved. And that's that's the the big thing for me, man. Like, um, my one knock on Carson is he Carson was very tight end friendly. Um, it was if a play broke down, it was to the tight end. If the play design, it was to the tight end. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard were eating them, uh, eating defenses alive, and the receivers were kind of just there and you'll hit him from time to time but hurts man he hit he hit everybody um our rookie Devonte smith had six catches um jalen rager had six catches dallas goddard had four catches miles sanders had four catches zach Ertz had two catches quez Watkins had three catches like all of our skill players had an opportunity with the ball in their hand um, and that, that's that's what made me happy is how he was able to distribute the ball and uh, get key people involved and keep the defense guessing. Uh, so I, I was really happy. Uh, like I said, it, you know, it is the Falcons. It's still a, a quality NFL team. Um, but our big test next week when the 49ers come to town, um, and we'll see how we do against a, a little better defense. But I'm, I'm fully confident our offensive line looked great. Um, I think Jordan um, Jordan Maitala is going to take a big leap. We signed him for a four-year extension for a reason. Man's played a phenomenal game um, at left tackle. Lane Johnson kicking ass at right tackle. Jason Kelsey had a f- perfect game at center. Man's was out here pulling. You never see a center rarely pull. Centers never pull, Mike. He's pulling on screen plays. He's pulling on run plays. You know how hard that is to do to snap the ball and pull and get to your block all within a blink of an eye. It's, it's tough and we have a center that's agile enough to do that it's great our offense looked good our defense looked good i'm just i'm really excited for our team um i'm excited to see what nick sirianni keeps cooking up uh with the rpos and everything it's i'm just i'm in for a good time absolutely and i'm going to tell you right now um we're obviously going to do one more pod um before we get to uh thursday night games but i really 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 like um, the Eagles uh, at least getting points because uh, I do think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I don't really see a reason. I mean, I, I think somebody had mentioned to me that the the I didn't watch any of the Niners game, um, but from what I heard, they they're they're still uh, dealing with some injury. But I mean, the Eagles are plus three and a half at home, and I don't see any reason for it to be that way. Um, so I'm actually just going to do it right now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna place a bet. Eagles plus three and a half at home coming off a, a win and uh, leading the division. And, you know, with, with a win here, I mean, you, you might have, you might have a lock on this uh, compared to what we've seen with the other teams in the NFC East. I mean, you might, you might already have a stranglehold on the, on the division uh, with another solid performance um, at home. Um, so any, is there anything that you're looking, uh, looking at as far as um, bets that you like so far or um, upsets that you like early in the week? <clears throat> well, I mean, obviously my Eagles, they have us as underdogs again at plus 155. That's the same odds that I I, I snuck my victory in with the Falcons. Um, so we might look for a repeat performance there. Um, looking at the, the spreads here, I kind of... You know... There's a lot of tough games. Actually, a lot of people are very even, even here. Um, I think the 
yeah, there's not really very many like spreadable upsets that I would take because I'm not going to take the Lions over the Packers as bad as the Packers looked. Um, I'm not going to take the Falcons over the Bucks as bad as the Falcons were. And good as the Bucks are, that's just we're not going to touch those. And other than that, everything else like is fairly fairly close. You know, like they are giving the Texans plus twelve and a half, and I, I think they could cover that the way that they played last week and the way that the Browns collapsed. But at the same time, they probably won't because they're the Texans and we expect them to be bad. But they might shock all of us and actually be really good. So I'm I don't I don't know, man. This week is so. Help me understand this, or so help me. So it, I thought it was. It, is it Tyrod Taylor or is it Tyrod Taylor? Because he says it's Tyrod, and I guess people just basically told him to fuck off. <laughs> and that they're gonna pronounce it however they want. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I agree. Um, let's talk. Let's let's close out with Rogers real quick because so obviously this is probably gonna be a very parlay heavy, um, parlay heavy uh, week of of gambling, at least for especially for Allen. Um, is Rodgers going to have the worst passing uh, passer rating for the entire season just out of spite? Um, I don't think so, but, you know, they because I, I, I don't know if we can just blame it entirely on the defense because they let Jameis Winston have five touchdown passes with less than 200 yards. Um, So help me make sense of that because I feel like he's – you know the, the the soap opera is just continuing, and shout out to cousin Sal with that uh, with that photo of him uh, basically his girlfriend putting up L's with her <laughs> putting up an L with her arms. Give me an um, L. <laughs> so help me understand. I can't even don't. There's nothing to talk me out of because all I can see is like they just they totally shit the bed, yeah. and it's gonna keep happening. I don't. I I just don't. I don't see why it should keep happening. But I, maybe he just did that to. You know, there's a big fuck you to the Green Bay Packers or something. I don't know. Because Mans didn't, like, I don't know if you saw the game at all. He didn't look that upset on the bench. Like, there was a screenshot at one point where, like, the score was 31-3. to And he was, like, arms spread on the bench, legs crossed. And he was smiling and laughing and talking. Like, (laughs) no competitor in my mind is that happy when you're losing by 28 points. Ultimately... 34 points or whatever it was 35 points what the end of the game ended up being but i don't know man it was i just know if he puts up another one point in fantasy football i'm gonna fucking lose my mind and i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna fly to green bay and i'm (laughs) (laughs) but he all right alan so much pain so much pain oh wait so you have him in fantasy yeah oh boy yeah um I mean, do you want Josh Allen? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> not a, not in the league we're in together. In a different league, I have him. Oh, okay, yeah. I um. And by the way, he um, he cost me a dub against Colston. I'm a I'm a pin it on him. He 100 <laughs> percent allowed Colston to get a clutch dub, and now I have to live with the consequences of losing to Colston in one league instead of sweeping him in both. Oh man. Yeah, I um, but shout out to Dawson Knox too. Like you're gonna forever be my tight end unless Travis Kelsey's available. But um, I'm just riding with him because that was that was when Allen real. That's when Allen had his 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 high, his gambling high. Not like it's the only one you had, but that was what it was. So shout out to Dawson Knox. Um, 
So earlier in the week, Alan, I'm just going to throw these out to you. I have a, I have a couple of bets in the mix right now. Um, lots of parlays. I, I think this week is ripe for parlays. Um, we're going to start right here. This one is pretty much even money. Uh, Chiefs over the Ravens and the Seahawks over the Titans. Talk me out of it. Those are two tough games. Those are two tough games. I like it. That's ballsy. Who are you? Good shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You, okay, you take you that four, bet with confidence. <laughs> four leg parlay here. This one's a little trickier. So we got the Patriots over the Jets. Okay. The Rams over the Colts. Okay. Broncos over the Jaguars. And then your Eagles at plus three and a half. Yeah. Put it all together. Yeah. You get four and a half to one. Yeah. Okay. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, my only, <clears throat> this is just me in my head because I'm, I'm, I, I base things off of how teams perform against other teams and how players perform against other teams. You know what I mean? When Carson was with the Eagles, he was, for whatever reason, could never beat the Seahawks, which is why I wasn't surprised when he lost to the Seahawks yesterday, uh, last week, right? But on the flip side, every time Carson was with the Eagles and he played the Rams, we somehow pulled out a game. Could he do that in a Colts uniform? I don't know. But the Rams are the better team overall. Um, great defense. And Matthew Stafford looked Matthew fantastic. Matthew Stafford looked he, looked, he looked comfortable. Mans looked comfortable and Mans looked happy. Um, so I, I, st- I still take the Rams. Um, I give them the slight edge. But if, if you lose, you heard me say it here that the Colts are capable simply because of how well Carson tends to play against the Rams. Um, but I also like what the Rams did with Jalen Ramsey. And I think that's a big thing last year is Jalen Ramsey just hugged one side of the field. But now that they're moving him inside, outside, say, like they're bouncing him around so much, it confuses the offense on where he is. And that that's going to be a huge key and factor for the Rams defense going forward. And, Jalen Ramsey saying this is the most fun he's ever had playing football is scary because this man was shutting down people when he was bored. He said he was literally falling asleep on the field because they wouldn't throw his way. And now you're going to actively keep him engaged to make plays. It's even scarier. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go with the Rams after I just convinced myself. <laughs> By the way, did you see him try to literally pick up and throw down Jimmy Graham? Yeah. <laughs> Sunday night game. Yeah. Man's got a heart. And um, last one is uh, is, is another uh, two-team parlay. Uh, Broncos, who I was uh, impressed with. They're obviously down. I think they lost uh, Judy. Yeah. And uh, and the Cardinals. Um, but they're still they're playing Jacksonville. Like if if uh, Tarod or Tyrod Taylor um, and, and a Houston team that is probably like 40 million over the cap space can can beat the Jaguars. I don't I don't see um they could they might be able to bring back what was his name uh, uh kentrell um our, our our wide receiver on the practice squad who who took uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. nine passes for them with all the COVID stuff that they could probably bring him back and, and still beat the jaguars um so i'm not worried there uh, and the cardinals um i think i think you were right on and, and i'm sorry i was out on them early um but now i i am back in um from a gambling standpoint um i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pick my spots um, but I, I really wasn't, I don't know if it, uh, was, was just the Titans played badly. Um, but it looks like, um, you know, Derrick Henry may not be in whoever had Derrick Henry, uh, in fantasy has to be, has to be just puking 
from uh, from illness because that seemed like a like a game for them and they just they never had a chance. But um, uh, what were your thoughts on um? Did you was that the biggest upset or was that the biggest disappointment in fantasy? Would you say other than Aaron Rodgers? There are so many disappointments. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, he, he. I mean, he got ten points. I think it's not the worst, but you expected a lot more. Um, yeah, for someone who probably I think went number three in the draft, more than likely third overall. Yeah, between um, CMC, Cook, and Henry were usually the first three off the board. Yeah, I had Kamara. I got Kamara third, and he. And it didn't matter. And by the way, um, for for all the fantasy leagues, I apologize. I'm gonna do the best. I I'm gonna make sure my lineups um, are are in. But I've won. I've already in the into the hundreds of dollars won in daily fantasy. Um, so if if you if you, if you if you bring the smoke or 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 or, or try to or, or or try to you know throw shade at me because of my record in 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 the in the in the fantasy league I'm in, I don't really give a shit. <sighs> I'm surprised that's the only answer I got. Just had to mess with you, man. Just, just. I like it. This is a tease, you know. I like it. Um, you- yeah, I think I think we'll have a better idea on Friday and um, what's going on here because there's some games here like Pitt, Las Vegas. I don't know what to do with that. I have to do some research here. Cincinnati, Chicago. Yeah, that's this is a weird week too, where there's a lot of games where it can go either way. I, I also um, lied to myself. Um, I am gonna, I am gonna bet the Washington Giants game. Um, I think I'm gonna do it. I, I just happened to notice here for a quick sec on my email that the Caesar Sportsbook. I don't know if they gave it to you, but the fifty percent profit boost. Did you get that this morning? Yes. Yeah, so if I just place a solid twenty bucks on a on a two team parlay with the Eagles and football team, twenty bucks pays me out a hundred and hundred and ten dollars. So Okay, so you're including the Washington football team and Eagles yeah, and a, a two team parlay. Simple simple NFC East two team parlay. I, I fully believe okay. that we can beat the 49ers. I fully believe the Giants are ass and they will prove it to me once again and the football team will get the job done. And so help me God if the Giants somehow come out and act like they're a fucking quality football team and walk wax the football team, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill someone. I'm, I really am. And then I will officially be out on every NFC East team except my beloved Eagles, and I will never bet them again. <laughs> um, and then, but just shout out, man! Like like this is I think our last episode was kind of um, was kind of vanilla. We were just you know making our best bets and kind of speculation. But now we're we're in the we got that feeling, we got that fire. Um, we're we're cussing, making jokes. You know everything is everything is coming together now, and we just literally ripped through forty five minutes like it was nothing. Um, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we got um, at least for for Thursday's game. I've got the same game parlay. We're going uh, Washington football team minus three and a half. I think this is. I might even find a, a, a see if I can find a prop where they win by ten or more because I just I don't see this being a close game. Um, and we're gonna parlay that with Antonio Gibson getting more than ninety five yards. It's plus three ninety. Allen has himself um, a two team parlay. First leg of it will be on Thursday. Washington Redskins or Washington football team. Pick a fucking name already. Can we get- <laughs> The Cleveland Indians re- literally changed their name in like 45 minutes. 
Like they lit, they had. I don't know how much discussion went into it, but it was just they decided to change their name. Boom, it was done. This is the second season of that. So, um, yeah, get your shit together, Washington, because you got Tyler. Because you're good. Just be the Tyler. Just be the Washington Heinekens. Can we do that? What do you think, Alan? The Washington Heineken. Nah, you can't have a beer name as a football team. <clears throat> get out of here, you silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, um, so the Washington football team and his beloved uh, Philadelphia Eagles getting a nice little profit boost there. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. We'll probably Cowboy Allen will probably be making an appearance this week. We're not sure. Um, just depends on if he can if uh, his, if he can find his love that smooth as Tennessee whiskey and make his picks. I might come out with a pick a video pick as well um futures bet friday we might do something like that because the futures are going to change as they go if we can get if we can get some odds on that um alan before we go anything else you want to say to the people uh nah man but today was kind of fun i had fun how do you have fun i had fun i hope they had I fun had a blast i hope they had yeah. fun with this podcast i feel like we had a lot of energy this morning i don't know where it really came from but i'm glad we did and uh, so the raiders it's 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 the fucking raiders that that gave me all this get all this hype and it was just it was a beautiful day, though. Like you know, it's it's what makes you it's what makes me feel alive, and we hope it makes you feel alive. Um, you know, congratulations to the Eagles. At least through one week, they are now leading um, the. And I and I think I think honestly, based on what we saw, you can for right now you can shed the um, you can you can shed the, uh, the the title of worst uh, worst division in football because I'm pretty sure that belongs to the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I said, did I send you that picture with the the yeah, yeah the, the baton <laughs> passing the baton passing the baton, yeah. bro? Full speed, full speed ahead. Yeah, I think they all lost, right? Like that. Yeah. That could be like a six and eleven make the playoffs. They all look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause even with Jordan love, I don't think it got any better, but, um, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Um, we'll be back with, with a full line of bets and hopefully some, uh, hopefully some, 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 some good stories from, from watching. I'm not going to watch the Thursday football game. I have better shit to do. Uh, I'm going to watch it keeping up. now that I put money on it. <laughs> um, I, by the way, I tried to do one thing I will say before we go is I did a, a the daily fantasy for just that game. Mm-hmm. And I tried to literally go all Washington players. And, it, and that's like the one rule that I can't, can't do. <laughs> Dang. I have to choose at least one. So I chose uh, Galladay. Okay. Um, I guess that's not the worst. Because maybe maybe they'll throw like a slant pass and a couple tackles to get missed. But I don't I don't see. Um, if I could take the under on total passing yards, I'd probably throw that into a parlay too for for uh, the Giants because the fo- Washington football team. I mean, they slow down Justin Herbert like that. That that's not nothing. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, check out our Instagram. Uh, if you want to reach out to Alan on or reach out to us and say, hey, I want to hear what you guys talk about when it comes to bets in your Snapchat group. Um, or we'll start one on Instagram. Just let us know. Let us know what you want. We're here for you, people. We're here, eight, you know, nine, eh, 78% for you, and then 22% of it is us, which is why we bring up, um, oh, one more thing. Um, apparently, I was the I was the last person that, that knew, or the last white person that actually uh, knows a lot of black folks that actually watch Hardball, because I didn't want, they did a rewatchables podcast on it, and I had never seen it, and then I asked Alan if he had watched it, and uh, yeah, it hurt me to the core, not going to lie. Did it? 
Um, that's basically uncut gems. If there was like, um, you know, a black baseball team in the hood of Chicago involved too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you should rewatch that movie, Alan. So, so you can kind of, you can kind of feel the, the sports betting pain. I, I will. Um, I actually watched, um, focus for the first time uh, back. In, it came out uh, a while ago with Will Smith. Uh, he was like a, like a con artist, but like he also made some weird, that's it was it was crazy. It, it felt like uncut gems before uncut gems. Oh, okay. Yeah. Silver Linings Playbook feels that way a little bit to me too, and that's that that that's, that's got to be a favorite of yours as a as a tried and true Eagles fan. That is true. That is one of my faves. That's one of my faves. Um. Yeah. Once again, we're we're rambling, but we'll let you folks uh, get to whatever it is you do during the day, and we will have a full slate of bets and gonna be fun but this is we're probably gonna just do like two short episodes a week until uh basketball and then we can add more videos we'll have our, our two team tuesdays or wild card wednesdays um and we'll just have lots of podcasts coming so stay tuned uh get click the the bell there with our if you listen to spotify which i know most of you do to get notified when our podcasts drop and have a great rest of the week and we will see you on friday peace <laughs>